let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. This is Emily Jordan, and I'm here as always with my husband, Andrew. Hi, everybody. We are super grateful that you have taken the time out of your day to give us a listen, and we are hopeful, as always, that something we say will spark a really good conversation with you and your family or you and your friends that will help you and your loved ones come closer to Christ. Yeah, so today I'm in charge of the topic. Yep. And this is basically how it got started. So when you're in survival mode, your systems get broken, right? Like the things that you think that you're good at or like the way that you run the house that you think is working, it just like crashes and burns. Mm -hmm. Some things stay and some things just like go by the wayside. Um, So I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about the habits, good and bad, that we currently have, because I think those things change. And it's it's good to be, like, rooted in all of that and acknowledge and accept that, like, this is a hard phase, and that's okay. Not everything has to be perfect all the time. Well, and you only have so much, you have, like, a limited amount of energy to apply to any given habits or choices or things that you're doing or working on or routines. And when you are in a more stressful or tense or time-consuming phase of life, you have less energy to devote to certain things. And so habits are really good because when a thing becomes a habit, then it takes less energy. Mm-hmm. But even those habits can fall by the wayside when when you have so little energy to give that you can't even support the habits which have become so natural to you. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and about our journey with that and specifically how it relates back to the gospel. Right. Um, Let's start. I mean, I've kind of compiled lists. Surprise. (laughs) Shocker there. I have thought about this a little Um, bit, but I have not written anything down. Okay. So I was thinking maybe we would not end with our bad habits because then that would be a bummer. So what if we start with the habits that we have that are not as great? And oh, then we'll so end start on, off on a bummer. Yeah, start off on a bummer. Okay. And then we'll end on a happy note. Okay. With what is working well. Okay. Okay. So I'll go first. All right. <laughs> Something that is not happening anymore. How many are we doing? Because we can probably talk about I can things. do like three or four each. Okay. I'll do three or four each too. Okay. Why don't you go one, then I'll go one. Then you we'll probably have one. more good habits than I have. I have so many bad habits. No. I have one right now. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. So... One of my bad habits is that I've kind of stopped taking my makeup off at night, which is like, <sighs> because I used to be really, really good at that. And there have been phases where I've been really good at that. So, But right now, I am not in that phase. And every night when I go to bed too tired to take off my makeup, I get scared that the next morning I'm going to wake up 40 or something or look like I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyways. this being Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. Yeah. How does that apply to the gospel? Well, not all of mine apply to the gospel. I'm sorry. I thought (laughs) they apply to running the house, or I have a spiritual one, but yeah, I don't think that taking off your makeup necessarily applies to the gospel. Yeah. 
Unless you can come up with a creative analogy. I, I might. I might not necessarily analogy, but I think um, I have something that are all of your spiritual. No. no, 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 no. Only one of mine is. No, my, um, I I think everything is spiritual when it gets down to it. Like there's nothing yeah. that's not spiritual. There's there's nothing you do in your life that does not affect your spiritual your spirituality, one okay. way or another. Okay. Um, and so we just have to figure out how that applies to your spirituality. I think I have an idea. But well, I want to hear what you why have to don't say because I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just say mine, and then I'll talk about how I think that affects my spirituality, and then we can go back to your your makeup. Okay. Topic. Um, so I was really good at not drinking soda. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a good like. 10, 12 years where I had like no soda at all whatsoever. Um, and then in the past like six or seven months, I've had a harder time with it. Well, since we got married, you've started like occasionally having one and now it's just become more frequent. Yeah. And, and part of the problem right now is it. I've been working out a lot and I can't get enough calories. And so like, I'll go through, like, I'm really bad at eating enough. And so I get to a point where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I am dying. I'm super, super hungry. I need more calories, and I can feel it, and I feel like my body's eating away at itself. And then I, I like, grab a soda because I'm like, okay, I have, all I'm having for lunch is a sandwich and chips and an orange. So I need to get something else on top of this. I need to add a couple... And this is probably not a super healthy way of doing mm-hmm. this, but that's what I've started to do because I, I felt like my I wasn't feeling full, and then like the soda was helped me. And my my soda, I'm like very particular. I have like so like Sprite or A and W root beer because I still don't like the caffeine. Yeah. You know, um, the problem that you have is not a problem that most people have. Most people are trying to lose weight. I I, I know, I know this is for me, <laughs> but the thing is, I I feel like I I've been struggling with this idea of. I'm not as, or my willpower is not as high as I, I mm. want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, I, I've always like, prided myself and focused on, like, developing a really strong willpower. So I do a bunch of random things that people don't do. Here's, can I share a good habit right now to kind of, like, sure, like, kind of counteract yeah. this? Uh, so one of the things I do well is I, I constantly do things specifically to make sure that my force of will is stronger. And so, like, after I take a a hot shower, I will turn the water on freezing cold and make myself stand there for 15 seconds. You are so strange. Um, Just to make sure that I'm... Not because you enjoy it, but because... Because I I specifically don't want to. And if I I think about it, I'm like, oh, I could do that right now, or I don't need to do it right now, then I... I usually won't do it, but if I think about that, like if I think about turning the water on cold when I'm in the shower, and I think, oh, I really don't want to do that. Like I absolutely then do, to do it. it. Then I have to do it, or like I always make myself park really far from the, like from the store when I'm like going to Walmart or whatnot. So I have to walk a, a long ways, or just doing like little things like that to make <laughs> do it do everything the hard way. <laughs> kind of like things that are acceptable yeah. to make yourself do the hard way, just to make sure that I'm like exercising my will, and I feel like the the soda thing makes me feel like I'm not exercising my will very well. My, my will's like weakening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I really like this uh, able like ability to just control my like my will, my like command my body because I feel like it's it is a part of like a spiritual like having command over your body is a spiritual thing because you're saying like hey body like I know you want to do things but that's not always the right thing and so, so I'm gonna have my ability to to control my body but I think but then wouldn't that mean that you would never have any bad habits if you were doing that because then you would always make yourself do everything perfectly no it just means that I'm trying to constantly fight the bad habits mm. um, but there's also one thing that I've been trying to be better at this this past year especially um, and I hope I'm not rambling everybody I'm sorry if I am but I've been trying really hard to also kind of like chillax in my in my spiritual journey as well because I feel like I've just put so much focus on being in control and being on top of it and being hardcore that I have a really hard time relaxing physically and spiritually and emotionally. Uh, and so, I don't know, maybe this... And I think the whole soda thing was an extension of that kind of letting go. Mm-hmm. I don't like how much I drink soda. And I don't drink it a ton. Like, I have maybe a couple a week. Mm-hmm. But it's way more than it used to be. And I think I want to reduce. And I have reduced recently, but I want to reduce even more. So there's a bad habit. Okay. We got all smart and philosophical on me that I just feel dumb sharing you know. anything else. <laughs> no. <laughs> People um, probably care, love listening to your input way more than they okay. like listening to my input. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, none of mine are very deep, so... You can make it deep. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then how does that apply to makeup? I just need to make myself take off my makeup? No, I think... Force of will, because if I don't do it, then I don't have good force I of will. I don't know. Why, why, does it, why is it important to you to take Because I feel off? like I'm going to ruin my skin if I don't. But do that you, m- motivation apparently isn't enough. <laughs> well, do you feel I'm like... I'm so tired. All right, so look at this. You, you, you feel like you want to um, not ruin your skin. Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? Because then I'll look old sooner. Why is that important to you? Because I don't want to look old. But why? Because I'm terrified of aging. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe some of it's like... I, I think you can have negative and positive motivations for things mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. And so I want healthy skin. You could say, I recognize that my body is a temple of God and I want to take care of it and I want it to look pristine. Why are you so good and I, spiritual <laughs> and everything? This is just how I naturally think. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I, you could say that. Like, it could be that, but it also could be a pride thing. Right. I don't think it's a pride thing. I think it comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. Like you're wanting to to take care of yourself. But then also like being rooted. Like like I was talking about with the, the soda thing. Like I think for me, it was a fairly innocuous uh, bad habit to develop as I was working on a more essential spiritual good habit of being okay with not being in control when it comes to my relationship with God and, and that kind of spilled over into my ability to like my, my will to stop myself from drinking soda. Okay. So 
I, okay. you know, those are so, some What's your next habit? My next one is that I am letting my outpost of heaven get way too relaxed in the laundry department. <laughs> I'm seriously sitting here staring at a laundry basket of clothes that has been there for probably four or five days. And it's clean and not folded. I think our laundry machine is going right now. You might even be able to hear yeah, it. Yeah, it's running right now. But um, You better go catch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I have always been so good at laundry. I honestly love laundry. and Like, I frequently offer to help her do laundry. And I'll decline. Yeah, she's like, no, I got it. You go do something else. I'm like, you can do the dishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love laundry. And I just, lately, it's... I don't know why. I mean, it's never been something that I really had to think about or make a good habit. It was just the way it was that I, if I was doing laundry, I washed it, dried it, got it out of the dryer, folded it, put it away, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of stopped happening. Probably about a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix it. It's weird because it's like, I never had to think about it before and I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways. So, and I know that I would be a lot happier if I would just do it instead mm-hmm. of, because now I'm just bothered by the eyesores of clean yeah. laundry. And, and again, I think this one easily applies to making an outpost of heaven, oh, yeah. right? Just because it's, uh, it's hard to feel like that harmoniousness, mm-hmm. harmony, there's a word. <laughs> harmoniousness <laughs> is a word, isn't it? Can you look that up? I bet that's a word. Okay, let's look it up. I bet harmonious is a word. Oh, I'm sure harmonious is a word, actually. Harmoniousness. Harmonious. Harmoniousness. 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 Compatibility Compatibility in opinion and action. Harmony. Compatibility. Yeah. Harmoniousness. Harmoniousness um, of a home does affect the spirit, right? Uh, And I think this is a really interesting one. Just like cl- having a clean home, and there are a bunch of aspects of that, whether it's laundry or I have a bad habit of uh, like coming to bed after we've done a ton of stuff, like putting the kids to bed, and I walk through the house, shut all the lights off, and Emily has already shut the light off usually by like when I walk into bed. So, like, you're not like frequently like in bed, like significantly before me, but mm-hmm. frequently, like, I'll be brushing my teeth and you're already in bed. Yeah. Uh, and I'll come in and I will undress and put my clothes on the ground right next to the bed. Cause like the lights off, I don't want to go put them away. And then three days later, there are three pairs of clothes mm-hmm. on the ground on right the next ground. to the bed. Yeah. And so that's something I, that's a bad habit I have. Uh, and socks. That's oh my one. gosh. <laughs> I'm so bad with socks. He's I, so bad. With I swear socks. I have like amnesia when it comes to taking socks and off. And Hiram gets it from you. Yeah. I've, I've, Hiram, yeah. I literally don't remember like maybe 90% of the time when or where I took socks off. And Hiram will wear like three pairs of socks a day. Because <laughs> he'll take them off, leave them wherever he wants, and then he'll get a new pair. Yeah. And I don't do it consciously. It's like when I'm sitting there watching TV with Emily or... I'm sitting on the floor reading the reading a book to the kids. Uh, I'll like just take my socks off out of like a desire <laughs> to be comfortable or something, and then I I totally he doesn't forget even know. about. It. He doesn't. Yeah, it's like totally second nature. So strange. Um, but when you have this unharmonious home, um, it it can mess with 
how much you feel the spirit. But at the same time, I think sometimes harmony is more about um, the energy we have, right? So if we have, say it takes, I'm just going to break it down into, no, I'm not going to do this. So say like (laughs) you, it takes a lot of energy to keep your home pristine. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, a lot of energy, like a ton. When you have that energy uh, and you are just deciding to do something else, then I think the spirit, like the, the spirit in your home will be affected by it. But when you don't have the energy because of righteous endeavors, like raising kids or being pregnant or fulfilling callings or working, like doing service projects or whatever it is, if for righteous reasons you have lost that energy uh, and because of that your house isn't pristine, I don't think there's any loss in the spirit. I don't know. It probably depends because I would never like say that. Like I would say that about another family, but about myself, I wouldn't accept that. But know? is that is that because of expectations you're putting on yourself? You're like I'm not oh, letting myself feel the spirit here. Probably. Like I'm I'm beating myself up. Yeah, that's definitely. And what it's it like is. because you're beating yourself up, that's what's really keeping you from feeling the spirit. It's like mm-hmm. your personal choice to not let yourself feel the spirit. Right. Because I don't think that the Lord. I, I think the Lord's expectations on us are very very personal. And so he has the commandments, and that's the standard. But he's also very aware of the place that we're coming from. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I think he expects different things of all of us at any given moment. So like in the end of ends, once we've all, if we all progress to the same level, the Lord's going to have a set standard that he needs us to be progressing towards um, and reaching eventually right after this life. But... Uh, in the meantime, before we get there, his expectations are totally dependent upon the light that we have in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and I think that that also means that when we have less energy because of righteous endeavors, he doesn't expect the same thing from us as when we have a ton of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, kind of along the same lines um, as the whole like outpost of heaven, cleanliness, house being pristine thing. Landing zones are another another one of my bad habits. Yeah, mine too right now. Yeah, we have a big habit of that as a family. Just by landing zone, we might may have talked about this in the past, but um, any flat surface basically collects things. Yeah. So <laughs> like kitchen table, we have like a little side nook thing that has it's our like, curing you know, like on it. That little counter sometimes in kitchens where there's like a drawer, like a desk drawer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a little counter. Or bathroom counters or side tables or Mm -hmm. desks or most frustratingly for me right now is our bookshelves yeah because we like randomly place things on the bookshelf yep oh especially the bottom two bookshelves like the bottom two shelves on both of our bookshelves our bookcases uh because the kids will come and take all the the books books out and then put them all back but not like stacked. But they normally. like throw them at the bookshelf. Right. And so like yeah. the binding, like the, the, some of them are open and they're stacked on top of each other oddly. And then I, I look at them, I think I will take care of that after I put the kids to bed. And then we don't. And then we don't because we're working yeah. on the podcast or we're playing games or we're taking care of Oslo or whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah, landing zones for sure are a big struggle. Yeah. And I like, We'll go and like wipe them off, like clear everything off, but then it just it just happens again. Yeah. So quickly. All right. So, so my, if anybody has any like tips on how to keep those flat surfaces 
junk free <laughs> let us well, know. I, mean, I don't think there's any tip that we don't have right i mean yeah, the, the thing is you have to like, each no. zone has to have its own purpose right? its own purpose yeah. and if anything if something is going to be placed there it can't have it can't be contrary to that purpose yeah right and so i'm i, I don't think there's any tip that we're well, gonna give what if we that. just like wipe the counter with like vaseline because then we would never want to put anything there and well, then we would like build a habit of never putting anything there. This is a bad idea. Because <laughs> then you're going to take your fancy journal and like set it down when a kid is crying. Oh my gosh. And you're like, yeah. oh no, the, like Ammon's falling right now off the table. And I'm so, going to put the laptop on the vessel. Right. And it's going to slide off and break. Right. So I'm bad thinking idea. that's a bad, bad idea. Bad idea. Well, good thing I ran that past you before I did it. Yes. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think my last bad one I'm going to use is, um, and this this happened to me not last year, but the year before. So in our church, we do a come follow me study that the entire church is doing. And so we read the same uh, sections of scripture at the same at the same time throughout the year. It's like, like the same, there's like a week that's a section of reading, and then it just goes by week. Right. Uh, and each year we focus on one volume of scripture and so like two years ago was the new testament last year was the book of mormon this year is the doctrine and covenants and i feel that uh, we also um again if you're not a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints uh we believe the book of mormon is the word of god and it has a special role like it's not it's not uh it doesn't replace the bible it just has a special role in teaching us in our day specifically about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, it has a lot of direct teachings from the Savior, and there's a lot of really powerful things. And personally, it makes me feel very close to the Savior, and we've been asked to read from it every day. And so when our Come Follow Me is, our Come Follow Me assignments is not are not from the Book of Mormon, I struggle to figure out how to include the Book of Mormon in my daily study. Mm. Um, well i would struggle with that too i have not been very intentional about doing that yeah and i i try and do it but it's not super great and so there'll be some days where i'm like okay well, I'm, not, I'm just not gonna do come follow me today like i'll finish it for the week but today i'm just gonna read from the book of mormon but i try and read a little bit from the book of mormon every day uh, and i will frequently just grab like one verse like i'll be looking at the footnotes in doctrine and covenants and look for a book of mormon footnote and go and read that one verse and be like mm-hmm. okay i'll read the book of mormon uh and i i need to do better with that and i don't know exactly how that's going to allow me to get the same depth of study that i'm getting from the doctrine and covenants right now but that's where i'm at with that one okay your next yeah. bad habit and then let's get to good ones okay i know it's kind of becoming a bummer dun, dun, dun. okay so my last one is actually a spiritual one and it's that morning prayers are such a struggle and i've never actually yeah. had a good habit of this except for when i was on my mission well kids make it super hard yeah and because very often they're the ones waking you up right um when i was pregnant with ammon i was in a really good habit of waking up before the kids and then like that was just perfect like i had a great morning routine and you're and very great, happy. Yeah, I was happier, and I just, it was just blissful. It was great. Blissful. Um, Delightful. In that regard, yeah. And I was able to, 
easily like say my morning prayers and like have a good spiritual time before the kids even woke up. Um, but that has not happened in a long time. Mm-hmm. Ammon's now eight months old. Um, and it's just, I'm on the struggle bus with my morning. The struggle bus. Especially my morning prayers. Yeah. So. I, I struggle with that. I, I don't usually do very well unless I'm like out of town or you guys are out of town. I don't do morning prayers like on my knees by my bedside very well. But ever you frequently. But do I do say like you have said to me at least that you do them in the car on the I way do. To work. Yeah, I do that. And then we make sure that we always do family prayers. Yeah. And so like if if I leave before the kids get up, Emily will call me. Uh, she'll FaceTime me at work and I'll step mm-hmm. in the other room or shut the door and we'll say a quick prayer. But it's not the same. Like it's It's not the same as having your personal right. prayer. And that's yeah. one of those things where um, earlier we were talking about how I don't think the Lord removes blessings when you're doing everything you can. Um, and that might mean that at some point you might not have as much energy or the ability to do things like you would prefer to do them or like the ideal or even like how you usually do them. Mm-hmm. But I think the Lord's not going to remove those blessings. But to some degree, that's not entirely true, right? Because you're, if you're not able to say your prayers, like say your really good morning prayers, then you're not getting the benefits of that. Right. And so I, I think there are like two levels of blessings, right? So I think there are the... There's probably many levels of blessings. Right. Well, but I'm yes. just going to separate to two general levels or types of blessings. Okay. And so there are the blessings that come from... Like they're like the natural benefits of doing something, like doing mm-hmm. a righteous action. So if you're having a really good prayer, you're likely going to be more on board with with the Lord's will for you. You're going to feel more clear minded and feel more spiritual throughout the day, and mm-hmm. you're just, you're going to feel better. Yeah, um, because that's part of the natural benefit of having a good conversation with the Lord to start mm-hmm. off your day. Um, but I think there's another type of benefit or another type of blessing that comes um, because of obedience. So like because you're doing what the Lord wants you to do and because you're trying, the Lord's going to increase how much he's helping you and how much he's generally blessing you, generally moving in your life. Mm, that's a good point. I like that. Uh, and so I, I think while um, sometimes the cause and effect benefits are removed, like the first type of benefits we're talking about, or be- or blessings, let's say blessings. First type of blessings are not there because you're not able to actually do the specific action. Mm-hmm. I think the kind of extra help from the Lord is still there if you're doing everything you can. So if you're like, man, the kids are up. I couldn't or I didn't, I wasn't able to pray this morning but I'm going to pray in my mind right now, even while I'm taking care of the kids or washing their hair or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so as you're doing those things, and you're trying to do something, you still earn a lot of those blessings, even if you're not able to get the cause and effect blessings, because we're not able to get all of the cause and effects, cause and effects blessings at every phase in our life. Um, but we can always be worthy of the um, obedience blessings. I think I probably that's like a idea that I'm coming up with right now. So okay. there's probably a better way to. Well, I like it so far. Cool. So, cool. Um, okay. Well, what's one thing that's working for you? One thing that's working is I have 
uh, at work, we're talking about prayer, uh, started much more intentionally to pray for specific work outcomes. Where mm-hmm. It's not like, a, Heavenly Father, help me with work. It's, I'm looking for this thing. I'm trying to figure out this problem, and it's not working. Please help me find the data points that will explain this issue or that will point me in the right direction. Or mm-hmm. please give me the confidence to make this phone call or to um, make this suggestion in this meeting or whatever it is. And so asking for specifics, I found a huge, uh, has been very beneficial, not just for me at work, but in my relationship with God. Like I just feel like he's so much more present in my life generally when I've involved him specifically in my, like what most people would consider my secular life. And I, I think there's, for a true believer of Christ, there's no such thing as a secular life. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all... It's all the same thing. It has to be, because that's, the gospel has to be who you are, not what you do. Mm-hmm. And so if it's who you are, then there's nothing that you do that isn't influenced or guided by the gospel. Yeah. Well, I have one spiritual one, and then the rest are like... Housewifey. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, I said, there's, there's no commandment or no good thing that is entirely physical. Everything is spiritual. Okay, so my first one, do you, should I end on my spiritual? or Whatever you want. Why don't you end I'll on end on my spiritual. So something that's working great for us is a Walmart grocery pickup. <laughs> it's fantastic. I didn't end up using it this week, but um, it helps me to stay on budget and to not buy the things that I don't need. And mm, I hadn't thought about that it, actually. Yeah, because you're just searching for the thing that you need and then you don't end up looking at right. anything else. Um, and it's easier with the kids. I mean, I honestly love taking the kids to the store because nine out of ten times it's a good experience. Like for some reason, like I got lucky and my kids love going to the store. Yeah. Like they're not terrible at the store. They're great. Um, but it is easier to do grocery pickup because... You just pull into the spot, and then you tell them that, that you're there, and then it's perfect. And they even open the door for you and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's working well. And then that way, too, I usually am able to get the whole week's worth of what I need for meals and everything um, in one time, and that I don't have to, like, go to the store several times throughout the week. I think this one's great because it shows, you know, it kind of illustrates our family motto of being rooted. Or mm-hmm. family philosophy, I guess, yeah, of being rooted because it's something that you do enjoy taking the kids to the store, mm-hmm. but um, you understand that you have you need the extra energy and time to do other things. Right, it saves so much time. Right, and yeah. so if you do that and you save that time, uh, you're able to be more focused on the other things that you enjoy as a mother and, and need to do as a mother, yeah. or as a wife, or as a friend, or a painter, or all, all the roles mm-hmm. that you fill, you're able to spend more time doing those things. And so I think being rooted in this sense allows you to spend your energy more effectively in fulfilling your other roles. As, yeah, as absolutely. Absolutely. So there you go. It's spiritual. Okay. Well, thanks. Um, I think I have two more. So. All right. Well, I'll just do... I can just do one more if you want. Uh, I... I'm doing really well with working out right now. 
<laughs> That's my bad habit right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are in a very different phase. You're yeah. pregnant. Okay. Um, I, I'm working out four to six times a week mm-hmm. for at least 40 minutes at a time. Yeah, that's like great. Time. I feel pretty good. And yeah. I've gained a lot of weight, which has been a first for me. Okay. I'm like at one... I like... I feel like I'm flirting with 170 every now and again. Flirting I'll, with I'll 170. I'll get to 170, but most of the time I'm around between like 165 and 168. Mm-hmm. And I'll like, I'll not yo-yo, but I'll go back and like up and down in that range. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty happy with uh, with where I'm at. I was higher. Mm-hmm. I was at like at 170 consistently and consistently, and then I started running again because um, I like the I like being well rounded, and so I like being able to do strength classes and and aerobic classes, but then also run for a long time mm-hmm. um and i feel i feel like when i am working out when i'm working out consistently i am able to focus spiritually and professionally and parentally and spousally <laughs> like in, in every yeah. area of my life i feel like i'm better um, and more confident when i'm able to to work out consistently and so that's been really important for me especially with my personality type I need that um, exertion. Right. Yeah. Well, you did mention that I'm pregnant. Yes. And I just wanted to, that's the first time we've said it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, because we've recorded, we've said that on other episodes, but there have been episodes we've recorded for the future. Yeah, with guests. She's pregnant! Yay! So you're right. I mean, if you heard that Andrew said, because you're pregnant, this is not an old episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're having a baby again. (laughs) (laughs) Number four! Yeah, oh my gosh. I cannot even believe. But um I just keep thinking of that scene from Cheaper by the Dozen where like We're going to move. Yeah, we're going to move. <laughs> Grab a baby. That's, that's what Yeah. I don't know, it's in my head for some reason. It's funny. Grab a baby. Yeah, so um that's yeah, why I haven't been exercising. I do not feel good. Yeah. So And she she's been good with the other pregnancies at exercising, at least with yeah. with our middle two right now. I just need to Honestly, like, I think I could exercise. I just need to get back on the ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so, you want, do you want to run tomorrow? Do I want to? Not really. Will Should you I? Run tomorrow? Probably. Will you accept my commitment to run? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what I feel like when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> okay. Well, so, luckily, we have family here to, right now, so they can. You're right. I could do it. Okay. So, uh, okay. Another good habit, leaving the main area mostly clean before bed. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've mm-hmm. kind of like retracted our... It's actually a military term. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what is it called? It's like defensible space. Basically, it means that... Um, or a tactical retreat. You What you do with the tactical retreat is you say, okay, well, they're, like the enemy's coming at us and we can't defend all of these positions. So we're going to retreat from the indefensible positions and put all of our effort on defending one position because it's going to, we can feasibly win if we defend this one position, but we can't if we're too spread out. Gotcha. So you're saying that the cleaning energy gets focused on the main part, which is right. like the kitchen family room. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't, like the kids' rooms are. Always, oh, always messy. Hiram will once like every two weeks be really nice and clean their toy room. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like almost all of our cleaning efforts, at least my cleaning efforts, have been family room and making family room bed. kitchen. Yeah, and our room. But yeah, uh, so that's been. It's very helpful though to have that main space. 
clean in the morning because how frustrating is it to wake up and start the day in a messy spot oh i hate that yeah i think that's a good takeaway um tactical retreats and so if you're like if you're losing the ability to do everything pick what has to be done and then just retreat and be okay when the other things don't get defended right like Mm -hmm. the other areas and like that fits well with outpost of heaven i mean yeah it's an outpost yeah and so like if your outpost like back in ye olden days when you're uh, fort or your outpost was built if it was too big to actually well defend you could make it smaller so you could man the the walls right and so if yeah. you didn't have enough people to to man the whole fort and the whole outpost it's actually more of a it's it's a a hindrance and it's a oh my gosh what's the word there's a really good word for this it's it's an asset it's a liability Mm. so it becomes more of a liability to have a bigger outpost and so just shrink what your outpost is if you don't have enough energy so like our outpost of our outpost is like the kitchen and family and it's not like directly applicable but it's saying like reduce your energy right so say reduce your expectations if you are if you're in a hard phase and we all go through those hard phases right like they we all go through ups and downs and sometimes they're they seem like they they are caused by issues that are extremely justifiable or you see it and you're like, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're just dealing with a hard phase for whatever reason. Like then there's no logical explanation. It's just hard. And in those situations, like it's, you still need to make an adjustment uh, and make a tactical retreat and defend what can be defended. And the Lord doesn't want us to beat ourselves up too much. Right. right. Like, yeah. he, I think we need to beat ourselves up a little bit to like get ourselves moving, like, like yeah, kind of kick us in the butt. Right. Like, I'm not one who says that any negative emotion warrants like a whole like therapy session or breakdown, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I get it. But like, the Lord doesn't want us to be, the Lord doesn't want us to hate ourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have the atonement of Jesus Christ for that very reason so that we can progress and. Like, repent and move forward. And repent doesn't mean, like, oh, you've... I mean, yes, you need to repent for your sins, but, like, repentance means change. And right. so, for that... for I mean, for me, that might mean, okay, start exercising again. Right. And, and, and that's change. Look, you brought it back to gospel, honey. There you go. Look at you. There you go. So, I'm and, really and, bad at and that. And we might think that, oh, bringing... Like, this doesn't sound like it's all relating back to the gospel, but in the end... Sin is anything that falls short of the glory of God, right? So any aspect of our lives that falls short of the glory of God is sin. And so we need to improve every aspect of our lives. It's not just how spiritual we are or how loving we are, how kind or patient we are. It's, you know, how are we at organizing? How are we at working hard? How are we at keeping things clean? Like how, how are we at all of everything that makes God God, which is everything right mm-hmm. um we need to improve those aspects of our lives and so we have to make these kind of goals and we have to develop good habits even if they aren't uh what we would call overtly religious or or spiritual they can improve our spirits they improve our spirits so yeah. like like yeah. being better at planning like you know you and your journal and you love to plan <laughs> like being better at planning and doing it more healthily not like necessarily planning more, more exhaustively right. but planning more healthily makes you more like god yeah because god is that. a planner that makes sense <laughs> i like it 
Um, do you have any more, or should we just end on our take or on our loves and lessons? Loves. We can end on our loves and lessons. Loves. Can you go first though? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. My love. Okay, this is a really funny story. I have a love. I'm okay. This isn't like one thing, but it's a little cute thing that happened today, and I loved it, so I'm gonna share. Okay. So Ruth. We were grocery shopping today because I didn't do, <laughs> actually didn't do the grocery pickup because um, we were just out and I needed to go to the store. And so I was like, hey, like, let's, let's go to the store because we like to do that. So I'm checking out and Ruth so slyly, I'm like watching her as she's doing this. She is so sneaky. She takes a Hershey bar from like the, you know, by, by the cash register and we're at like self-checkout. So it's uh-huh. like right there. She just slides it off the little shelf and she slides it across the scanner. It goes beep and then she slides it into the bag. <laughs> so sneaky. Didn't even ask. She didn't ask or anything. And I was just like, oh, Ruthie, like, did you just do that? And she's like, my treat. <laughs> so funny. Oh, and it was like so funny and so cute that I couldn't really be mad. And it was like, so like way too much energy to like flag down one of the worker people to come and remove it from my list, you know, because you have to get it approved. Yeah, or whatever. that's so dumb. And like, so it sh- I you should be able to remove it. easily, like just yeah, click well, it off. Um, yeah. So and then it was just so cute because she was like, "Um, can I carry my own bag? Like m- my bag? Where's my bag?" I'm like, "This is not your candy bar. You snuck that. That's my candy. <laughs> you can have a piece." <laughs> but yeah, she was, she was so cute. Oh, so man. I love that moment. I, I'm gonna change my my favorite thing. Um. I shouldn't love this, and I'm not going to tell her I love this, but I I really love this about her right now. Her eye rolling? She is so expressive oh, with her eyes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it's not just eye rolling. She will just like... She will roll her eyes. She though. will roll her eyes, but she's not doing it to be mean. Mm-hmm. She just like thinks it's funny. She thinks it's funny. And yeah. it's hilarious. And I think it is adorable like when she does her little eyes um and she'll do it when she's playing with you like when she's teasing mm-hmm. you yeah and it's so funny so fun and she's so different from Hiram and it's so fun Hiram is very expressive too but he's expressive with his whole face and his hands his whole body she is expressive with her eyes only yeah <laughs> like she can be stone cold or head with nods her or head tilts face. it's yeah. like just head like it's all she does it with yeah like it's her. not even her like mouth though really it's just like eyes and her head she'll yeah Head tilt. It's so cute. Or she like nod when she. Not the other day. She handed me a snack and it was like a messy snack. So I was like, oh, you have to eat this at the table. And she just like gives it to me to open and rolls her eyes. And I was like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I won't tell her that I love it. But in years in the future, when she looks and listens to this episode. I love that we have this podcast to kind of like journal yeah a little bit yeah so that's cool oh yeah i i love i love how like spunky she is yeah she has quite a large personality yeah it all comes from emily that's (laughs) just how she is nope (laughs) (laughs) anyways okay all right well we hope that you found this conversation interesting at least or stimulating maybe think about the things that are going well and not working out so well in your routines and i hope you've also seen Um, from our, our discussion that everything does relate back to the gospel yeah that was interesting because i wasn't really planning on that so so and as you're thinking about your good and your bad habits think about how they're affecting your relationship with christ um 
And sometimes you might have to think a little bit, but I promise you everything does relate back to him one way or another. Okay. If you like what you're hearing on Outpost of Heaven, the podcast, we would really appreciate a five-star rating and review. Anything less will be less than appreciated. Less than loved. Less than loved. But we will love you <laughs> always. Okay. All right, guys. Keep the faith. Bye.